Welcome to the Birth Warrior Podcast. In each episode, we feature the stories of birth warriors, women who have persevered to find their own truth in pregnancy and birth. As you hear these women share their stories of love, autonomy, connection, and power, it is our deepest wish that you will be inspired, empowered, and supported to find your own truth. We are honored these women have stepped forward to share their personal stories and to help us remember that we all have the power to choose what is right for us. The Birth Warrior Podcast is a presentation of the Indie Birth Association and is not intended to be medical advice. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Birth Warrior Podcast. I am your host, Jaden Graham. And on today's episode, we have Ashley. Ashley is a doula, wife, and mother to three mini goddesses. Her message to women is simple but powerful. She shares, If every woman could attain the birth knowledge I did in just a few short years and feel confident in their bodies, everyone would be brought into the world through free birth. And I hope you all enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, of I'm so excited to share the story. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm so excited to listen to it. Um, so yeah, wherever you would like to begin your story, please do share. Yeah, so like a month leading up to Koa's birth, um, I had been having like some pretty strong, vivid dreams um, where I actually saw her as a two-year-old. And I knew that it was her because she looked just like me. And I remember like running to get her. Like I was, I was going somewhere because someone else had her. Kind of like she was on the other side and I was trying to retrieve her. And those dreams were so special. And I knew at that moment, like I had been preparing myself, you know, before that. But in that moment, I knew that I was going to have a really special connection with her mm-hmm. and that I was going to have the free birth that I've dreamt of since I was pregnant with my first and mm-hmm. she's my third. Um, so I was having like, you know, making connection with her, talking to her every day, constantly telling her exactly what I wanted, what I wanted the room to smell like, what I wanted it to feel like. Um, my grandmother, I'm, I'm intuitive, so I can talk to um, the crossed over. Mm-hmm. And uh, my grandmother kept coming to me and she kept saying trust. And every time I would ask her like this super lengthy question, she would just respond back with trust. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she was like yelling it at me. And she came to me a week before again, because I was going through some prodromal labor that it felt like the real thing, but I was like, nope, this isn't it. This isn't it. And I think it was more so me, um, like being surprised by how calm and easy and painless this labor was because my last two were so full of pain and anxiety. And I was just in the wrong place. I couldn't, I couldn't be myself. I was controlled by doctors and nurses that didn't want me to get up. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like, it was chaos. And Mm -hmm. so I was so traumatized. Um, I was so traumatized. I'm, I'm a 
you know, I have a lot of sexual trauma in my past. And one of my like first things is I don't want any men in the room unless it's the father of my children, my Mm -hmm. husband. And with my first birth, I didn't realize that I was at a teaching hospital and I had tried to have a home birth. I stayed at home for 25 hours in labor and then transferred. Mm. Um, Right when I was pushing, when you're in your most vulnerable state, your legs are wide open. Mm. They brought in a class of 30 students, some of them being males. And I was trying to close my legs and they were prying my legs open. And I I would just like shut down, my body shut down. And like, I remember shaking and looking at my husband. My husband didn't know what to do because you almost feel like you can't fight them, right? Like we're, it's go time now. Like you have to push this baby out. And so I did it and I pushed my daughter Aurora out and they let a male come and he was tugging on the cord, trying to pull my placenta out. And which caused me to almost rupture. Um, and then the doctor stepped in and like pushed him away because he was just a student. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that, I was in therapy two days after um, I brought her home, yeah. um, which was so needed. Um, mm-hmm. And then on my second birth, um, I also tried to have a home birth again. And I stayed at home for 20 hours and then transferred to the hospital the last 10 hours. And that one wasn't as traumatic for me. I felt I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be home. But the midwives, the nurses, everyone was so okay with whatever I wanted to do. Like, they were like, do whatever you need, like whatever you need to do to get this baby out. And that was like such a change. And I was also at a completely different hospital because I vowed to never go back to that first one again. Right. And I still was like, every, you know, my friends and family, they were like, you're not giving up. You still want to do this home birth thing. And I was like, it's not a thing. Like, yes, like I want to prepare myself. Like this time I'm really going to prepare myself. And I realize now that those last two times I was not prepared mentally at all or spiritually at all Mm -hmm. and that's probably why my births went the way they did now my third one I didn't see any doctor or midwife it was completely intuitive wild pregnancy um which was scary because you fear cps or something like that you know Mm -hmm. um someone coming for you for doing that because then it looks like you're not protecting your child but I just knew that this was going to be different. And I kept telling my husband, like, my intuition is worth so much more than any doctor or midwife, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I continued like, going through my pregnancy, doing my own checks and everything, learned how to check my own cervix. Um I work as a doula and I have for a while. So mm-hmm. um, like this was nothing new to me, you know? So I was like, if anyone's in the position to like be doing this at home alone, like it's me. <laughs> totally. So my husband was like, okay, like you want, that's what you want to do. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I taught him everything that he needed to know what to look for, what to do with a shoulder stock or I need his assistance, you know? Mm -hmm. and 
he rocked it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so when I went into labor, I was, it was about 11 o'clock at night and we had just finished putting our kids to sleep. They did not want to go to sleep. And I could tell that this wasn't prodromal anymore. This was, it was coming on and it was coming on in big waves and that it was the real thing. Mm-hmm. So I asked my husband to get me some coconut water and some fruit because I was like, okay, like, let's go. I'm going to do it this time. And I just, my body knew that I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like sat on the bed and I was watching a movie and I got really tired. I got really tired and I got to fall asleep for 15 minutes and I just stayed asleep. And then I woke up to a really powerful contraction. I grabbed my husband and I remember like putting my foot on his shoulder and like pushing into his shoulder um, every time I had a contraction. And then I asked him for my drum and I have this, um, I'm part Native American and I have this really beautiful black bear skin drum. Uh-huh. And my grandmother had been telling me that I needed to use it to put myself in a trance in kind of like a hypnotic state. So I asked him to come downstairs. I was like, go get my drum. Like I sounded so ridiculous. And he was like, what? <laughs> like you're in labor. You want your drum? <laughs> and I just laid in bed like, and I was like rhythmic with the drum. And it just put me into this other state of consciousness. Mm-hmm. where I couldn't feel my contractions anymore I knew they were happening because mentally visually I was seeing my uterus contract but I wasn't feeling it mm-hmm. and that was so surreal to me because I had never felt labor like that before it was usually just really intense where I would just like buckle you know yeah. and I said to my husband after I finished drumming like they're coming like spirit is coming Mm -hmm. and I need to get up and they're telling me to get up and so I stood up and I stood over the bed and I felt like a gush but it was so small and my husband behind me with an amniotic fluid test kit like rubbing (laughs) it inside the fluid and I was like no I think I just peed and he was like no it's amniotic fluid (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome well honestly kudos kudos to him for like stepping into that and like really like uh, and really rocking that like you said and like you know educating himself that's fucking awesome that's powerful yeah Yeah. Yeah. I was so surprised because like there were times like when I was pregnant that I was like have you been studying what I told you to study and he's like yeah 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 it'll be fine we'll be fine and like I was totally not trusting (laughs) not trusting he was like just trust me it'll be fine yeah so like when he did that I was like oh my god you've been listening (laughs) (laughs) so like then I was just like, okay, babe, like I want to, where I feel like the water will just feel good. I'm, I'm very much a water person, especially mm-hmm. when I'm pregnant. I just need to be in water all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. until I'm a prune. And we got in the shower. We were both 
you know, naked, standing in the shower together. He was doing hip compressions on me, every contraction I had, using the rebozo on me in the shower, everything that I taught him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so easy and like, it, it was like I wasn't even here. Like I wasn't in my body. Like mm-hmm. I was watching myself give birth and that's why I wasn't feeling it. Like I mm-hmm. left to go get her, yeah. you know? And that's why like, it wasn't painful to me. And mm-hmm. people think I'm crazy when I say that. I'm just like, seriously, it didn't hurt. Like, this is something that like, we're taught to believe that birth should hurt and it should be scary right. and we should fear it. And I talked to so many moms and they fear the pain. That's the first question they ask me is how bad does it hurt? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if you're putting that in your head now, then yeah, that's where yeah. you're going to end up. But, you know, totally, like totally change, shift the way you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a really good friend, Zuri, um, who loves you guys. And um, when she had her home birth, she said that instead of saying no, no, no to the contraction, she would say yes, yes, yes because it was helping her open. Mm, And I kept that in my head. And she was like, you know, she would tell me every time you think, no, 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 no. Say yes. And like, say it in ecstasy so that it feels good. Mm. And so I just kept that, you know, that stayed with me. That was like part of her that stayed with me. (laughs) And uh, my husband, you know, he's, holding me up in our shower and because it's it's all stone so like he didn't want me to fall so he's holding me up from behind and I I feel the gush like my whole water bag broke Mm -hmm. and I was like okay it's happening so I check myself and I feel her head and I remember saying put me down, put me down. Like, please put me down. <laughs> he didn't know what was happening because he couldn't see what was going on. Yeah. And I simply like so easily, like I couldn't believe it. I so easily just sat on the floor with one leg up and just my body just pushed, you know, for me, the fur method just kicked in and I just caught her myself and I remember like catching her and looking at her and looking at my husband and I was like holy shit (laughs) (laughs) like that was four hours (laughs) (laughs) you know and um like my only kind of pain relief that I had I was using THC as pain relief Mm -hmm. um during my pregnancy and um during my labor Mm -hmm. Um, so that was kind of the only thing that I was using on a constant you know that Mm -hmm. just helped me with all the different symptoms and then helped me with the pains and whatever so yeah like it was just it was such a surreal experience I felt so connected to my ancestors because I could literally you know for me like I literally feel them and like see them around me standing around me And I just felt, even though we were alone at home, like I felt so held by family and by love, you know, and like, I will never forget that experience. And I thank them every single day that I look at her because (laughs) that was, 
I was like, let's do that again. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally. That's awesome. Aww. Yeah. 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 How was uh how was the immediate uh postpartum? Immediate postpartum was awesome. I literally walked over to my bed. I laid down in my bed. My husband had a bowl in front of me just waiting on our on my placenta. Mm-hmm. And I just smelling her and cuddling her and rubbing all her vernix in and (laughs) and then my my other two ran into the room and it's so funny like this labor was so calm and so less intense than I've ever Mm -hmm. felt that they slept through it Mm -hmm. and all of our doors were wide open so like they didn't hear anything and the only reason they woke up was because they heard the baby cry when she came out yeah. And so they woke up and they were like, they ran in the room and they were like, Koa's here. And oh. my little one, Bodhi, was like, Koa came out of mommy's yoni. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I had been like showing them videos and, you know, having them just watch birth and like see it in its raw form. And I, you know, they saw home births, they saw free births, they saw births with midwives, with doctors, they saw traumatic births. And I wanted them to know that like all of this is like on the spectrum of normal and like it could sound like this. I could be screaming, I could be roaring or I could be calm and all of those things are okay. So just like, don't be scared, you Mm -hmm. know, and they were so okay with it. They were so okay with it and they were touching the cord and touching my placenta when it came out um, just because they were curious. And I love that about, you know, children that like, you can teach them not to fear birth, that Mm. it's not, you know, an emergency. (laughs) Like it's okay. And it's natural. And we've been doing this since the beginning of time, like in our most natural state, you know, in the place that we feel most comfortable, you know, and Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that they were able to witness that because we had family members tell us that we were going to traumatize our kids by letting them witness birth and that like upsets me (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like birth is not traumatizing no like they're watching their little sister be brought into the world like this is the most beautiful thing they'll ever witness and I wish they were a little older to like really grasp what was happening you know totally (laughs) totally oh well Ashley (laughs) Thank you so much. That was wow, such such a beautiful beautiful story and so nourishing. Like, oh my goodness. Like it's you. you're so welcome. Like, thank you. Thank you for for showing up today. Thank you for like coming here and allowing me to record you and like allowing me to hold space for you. It's such an honor. Like Truly, thank you so much. Truly, such a privilege. I was so excited to share her story. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And what a beautiful name! It was so badass. Yes, it was. (laughs) And Koa means uh, what? What does Koa mean? Because I've I've heard that name before, but I just I don't know what. What is the meaning? Brave. Brave. So it's actually a tree. So one of my dreams that I had with her um, was about this tree. And it was the koa tree, which actually grows in Hawaii. And I have no connection to Hawaii at all. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Although people think I do because of the way I look. (laughs) But um, 
<laughs> I have no connection to Hawaii at all. <laughs> but she came to me and said that this was going to be her name. Wow. And I was like, okay. And then Moon came from, I'm, I love the moon. I'm obsessed with yeah, the moon. Yeah. And a couple weeks before she was born, I had hatched a chicken egg in my boobs and I named her Luna. Mm. um which is moon in spanish so then i gave her the middle name moon (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) that's so good oh i love that so much um yeah and is there any last parting words of wisdom that you would like to leave our listeners with today yeah trust your body and trust your intuition because it's so much stronger than any other force, literally. As a mother, your intuition is everything. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you're in the spiritual and mental headspace to birth in this way, in this super sacred way, do it. Don't second guess it. Just do it. Educate yourself and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then you said you were a you're a doula. Yes, is that yes? Yeah. So, um, is there any place where listeners? Um, well, what what area do you serve, and where can listeners? Find I you? serve um New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania. Cool. Um, I'm in Washington, New Jersey, and um. You can go on my Instagram, on my link tree. It's tripping through, T-H-R-U, space, the letter N, time. <laughs> um, and you can see all of my work. And I do placenta encapsulation and beautiful, colorful placenta prints and stuff. So, awesome. yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, so good connecting with you, Ashley. Thank you so oh, much. So nice You're to talk so to you. lovely. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, um, I, your host, Jaden Graham, am saying goodbye for now and see you around the bend, friends, (laughs) as this is Birth Warrior Podcast's last episode for the unforeseeable future. It's really sad and bittersweet, um, but, you know, good things are coming and that's and that's totally okay. I'm really looking forward to what's ahead, but it has been such an absolute honor and pleasure over the past two and a half years to sit with all of the women that have so generously allowed me to record the stories of their most intimate, sacred moments, their vulnerable and sometimes painful truths, as well as their small and big victories, moments of raw power and their immense joys, and in turn, allowing me to share their stories with all of you. And I have learned so much from every single woman that has been a guest. And while during our conversations, because this is my my personal protocol, I prefer to keep the focus mainly on them, the storyteller. Each of their stories for me has helped foster such immense personal growth within as a mother, as a woman, and undoubtedly as a midwifery student and hopeful aspiring midwife, as each of these conversations were a major, major invitation for sitting on my hands and knees and really deeply listening and doing this work, it's made me realize that at least a third of a midwife's work is listening. 
So on that note, the first person I'd like to thank for this whole wonderful journey is my teacher, Marin Green, who was the person that reached out to me in April of 2020 to ask if I could host this podcast. I'm so glad I followed my inner S, y'all, inner, inner, yes, inner yes, and went forth to do this work. Thank you so much, Marin, for trusting me to represent Indie Birth in this way. It means the world to me, truly. And I am so grateful to you and for you, for, for everything, for everything. And to my other teacher, Margot Blackstone, ditto to all I said above. And you're just the best. I love your humor, your unmistakable Midwest quirkiness, because girl takes one to no one, your fire and your spunk and your kindness, all of it. I love both of you so much. And it has been such a treat working with y'all. And to all of the guests and I listed, um, this is going to be a little, this is going to be a little long, but, he, but here goes nothing. Annie, Greta, both Lindsay's, Allie, Amber, Christina, Maeda, Luke, Valerie, Jordana, all three Megans, April, Katrina, Athan Athanasia, Francois, Heidi, Kim, Crystal, Emily, Trudy, Claire, Francesca, Stacy, Olivia, Nelia, Carolyn, Elena, Linnea, Caitlin, Emily, Melissa, Brooke, both Natalias, Kylie, Evan, Amina, Claire, Catherine, Elise, Hannah, Brittany Ann, Patience, Marlene, Kezia, Bridget, Amanda, Zuri, Haley, Kara, Heather, Sky, Sam, Julia, and Tiffany. And I so apologize if there was someone that I missed. I, I don't think I did, but just in case, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for trusting me to be the space holder for your stories. And I am sending so much love to each and every one of you. And finally, thank you, all of you listeners from all walks of life and corners of the world you come from for being here with me and supporting me and supporting this work. And on a final note, as is tradition for every for nearly every episode I've I've done these past two and a half years, here are my last parting words of wisdom I would like to leave everyone with today. You and you alone are the author of your own story. Despite whatever society, family, friends tells you about your birth or how about how your birth was or how it should look, you know, usually all well-meaning, but regardless, that's all on them. That's a reflection of their story and has no bearing on you and do not let someone else define your story. You hold that power because you are the sacred storyteller of your own spiral path. And for all first time moms and moms to be the best advice I ever received was to not follow anyone else's advice on mothering you know, unless, of course, I asked for it because the best advice comes from the voice within and your intuition. 
For that is the most real and true counsel you have. (sighs) If you would like to continue to support my work and me and check out my offerings um, beyond this project, you can pop over to my Instagram and my handle is at thankful underscore earth. And if any of these stories in any way, shape, or form inspired you to dive deep into pregnancy from a wise woman perspective, if you are currently pregnant or hoping to become pregnant soon or not even so soon, it's nice to plan ahead, or to step onto the doula or midwifery path, please do yourself a giant favor right now and check out Indie Birth's awesome courses and midwifery school and links to All of those projects are in the show notes of every Birth Warrior podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. See you later, friends.